Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the TikTok Podcast. Welcome back to another episode as we are launching into 2020 more. And I'm so excited to continue the conversation that we had from our last episode, episode 18, on habits. And right before we do, I did want to remind everyone of our time for more 2024 mastermind. First ever of its kind. Launched it last week as far as giving you the scoop on it. And it was pretty exciting. First couple of days, we had over 30 requests for applications. So I think we're on to something. Many of you are ready to dive deep into mastering your mind, your habits, your vision, so you can grow, so you can have whatever success looks like for you in these next 90 days. Just a quick reminder about it. This will include group collaboration sessions. How many of you love to just bounce ideas off of people, hear from other women like-minded that are heading in a direction that you want to go? It's also going to include individual coaching with me and probably my favorite part, which is all access. You get an all access pass to me. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Hopefully that will be your favorite part too. And guest speakers and more. As I mentioned, it's a 90-day program. It's going to start at the end of January. And a reminder too, it may be the only time I offer this. So if you are interested, you'll definitely want to jump on it. And the catch, of course, is that there's just going to be up to 10 spots. So 10 people who are ready to really make that investment. It is a financial investment, a time investment, an energy investment. And I pray that the investment is going to be something that as you put skin in the game, you're definitely going to see the results too. So it is time to think about if this is where your next chapter begins. The application process is open for a few more days. It will be open and available until January 15th. That's the deadline. And the ways to get the application are as follows. All of these are in the show notes. You can message me through my website, calliebrigham.com. You can email me at hello at calliebrigham.com. That's my email. And you can also DM me on social. All of those links are available in the show notes. And I'm excited to see who is going to fill up these spots and who's going to be part of this. I had a little conversation, a Zoom chat with um, a gal who was interested in hearing more about the course. And maybe about midway through our conversation, I just stopped and I looked at her and I said, when was the last time it was your turn? She is a mom of three. She is married to an ambitious, hardworking guy. She is also driven in her nature. And here she is just in a season where she feels like she's having to make a lot of choices and not all of them are resonating with her. She wants to keep her priorities in order. She wants to have a really successful business. And she realized by the end of our conversation too, she thinks she might also want to be in her and era 
A-N-D. As far as not just, and I use that word really loosely, not just being a wife and a mom and a business owner, but she's got other things that she wants to contribute. That is the avatar. Have you heard that word? That's the avatar that I'm looking for. And that I believe is looking for me and for this group. And of course, everything that we do here on the podcast and in our TikTok tribe community, all of that is available for everyone. So I'm just talking about a few select women that this is the right time for that. It's the right time for more. It's the right time for getting down and dirty with the work that it's going to take, but also understanding that it's time to maybe shift some paradigms, maybe shift some strategies, maybe shift some mindsets and to do that in a small exclusive group. So have I mentioned enough about it? I think I'm just getting started, but reach out if you're interested. All right, here we go. So a recap of episode 18, the last time that I was with you, we asked two questions. Two questions are, who do I want to be? Remember that really general question. Second, what is something that that person does? And notice this has nothing to do with the typical resolutions that are coming right now for many people as the start of a new year. It doesn't have to do with self-control or discipline, or shame, or guilt, or any of the usual feelings associated with making a positive change. It is about creating well-worn pathways, or we can call them habits, that direct us where we are going. And so you actually might be asking, well, what in the world does habits or do habits have to do with time? After all, this is a podcast on time management at its core. It's in its name and subheading. And we talk a lot about time. So what do habits really have to do with that? Well, I thought I might share 10 quick reasons why we're tackling habits to get our 2020 more year started off so we can master our time. And then we're going to take that first conversation from episode 18. And we're going to just like really put some energy, power, we're going to put some gas to it. But I believe the reasons that I wanted to talk about habits as we are approaching this concept of time in the new year are as follows. I think it's going to help with efficiency and consistency. Some of you may even have that as one of your words of the year because habits automate our actions and our decisions. So when you have established habits for common tasks, you perform them more efficiently and consistently. That saves time and mental energy. Yay. Okay. That's thing one. Thing two, reduced decision fatigue. Lots of decisions come with that cognitive resource that consumes you. And habits remove that need to repeatedly decide, allowing you to be able to have your decision-making capacity allocated to more critical choices. Yay. Number three, prioritization. Habits help you prioritize tasks because you're creating habits around high priority activities and then you make sure that they get the attention that they deserve in your schedule. Number four, if you're counting, is time blocking because habits can be used to block time for specific activities. For example, you can habitually schedule dedicated blocks of time for work, for exercise, for family, making it easier to balance various aspects of your life. So far, so good. Number five is consistent progress. So habitual actions contribute to steady progress towards your goal. Isn't that what we're looking for? Progress, not perfection. Consistency over time can lead to significant accomplishments without the need for constant motivation or willpower. 
Again, we cannot necessarily self-control or discipline ourselves to something different or new. It's going to be the consistent habit. I remember my mom asking me one morning if I was going to work out. And I said, mom, wrong question. If I ask myself that question, that leads to a possibility of an answer being no. I don't ask myself if I'm going to, I am. It's maybe just a matter of what am I going to wear or what muscle group am I focusing on? Things like that, right? Number six, proactive versus reactive. When we establish good habits, we're more proactive in managing our time. We're less likely to react to those urgent, unimportant tasks we've been talking about when our habits make sense with our long-term goals. Number seven, time for self-care. I know that word gets misused a lot, but when we have self-care as a habit, and that could be health care, not just self-care as a habit, then we're going to make sure that we have that recharge time, that we have our well-being maintained. Okay, almost done here, but number eight, adaptation to change. Because habits can be adjusted to accommodate changing circumstances. Life's going to throw curveballs. You might have a senior in high school, like our conversation with my friend Karen about her senior in high school, the book that she wrote. Well, guess what? You can modify your habits so that you can have effective time management. Number nine, long-term vision. Habits help you align your daily actions with your long-term vision. So when you consistently engage in habits that support your goals, you make progress over time. And then lastly, number 10, time awareness. Habitual time checks or time tracking can increase your awareness of how you spend your time, allowing you to make those tiny little adjustments and those tweaks, but they're informed adjustments. All right. So now that you're on board, you're like, okay, 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 okay. I see how they are besties. (laughs) habits and time management. They go together like peanut butter and jelly, like Sunny and Cher. Got it. So let's get back to the business of habits. In this episode, we're going to now implement what we started last episode so we can get the ball rolling. So my favorite next step is two powerful words. I guess you could say in episode 18, we had two powerful questions. Today, we have two powerful words and they are habit stacking. Love this. We're going to get scientific for just a second. Just a quick second. I am certainly not have a scientific degree. However, I am interested. How about you? A little thing called neurons. Neurons are brain cells and they are the ones that transmit information. So they're like the little vehicle, the little sports car, whatever you want to call it, that transfers information between different areas of the brain and the nervous system. So everything we do, think, and feel is because of these little guys, these neurons, these little messengers. And it turns out the more you do something, the stronger and more efficient those neural connections become. So if you use that to base new habits, you'll have more success. It's kind of like that well-worn path. We'll talk about that too. That well-worn path, it's already there. And if you will use what your neurons are already used to doing, so they're already used to going this direction, then guess what? This is going to make this successful. In his book, okay, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm holding it up again. Shameless plug, James Clear, I'm tagging you in social media now. Just have your people reach out to my people. And my people are me. (laughs) So call me James. 
We are going to be working together someday. I just know it. Um, But one of the best ways to build a new habit is to identify a current habit you already do every day and then stack your new behavior on top. That's what he says in his book called habit stacking. So rather than pairing your new habit with a particular time or location, that's significant. You pair it with a current habit. So instead of saying, okay, every morning at six o'clock, I'm going to get up and do 10 pull-ups, or I'm going to do 30 jumping jacks, or I'm going to drink this green smoothie. No, remember, that's going to have to go back to self-control and discipline. And that's not where we're at with this. An example I'm going to give you a thousand more examples in a minute, but an example would be if you habitually brush your teeth every morning. Okay, that's a habit. Well, if you need to take your vitamin, but you forget, you could take it right after you brush your teeth or right before you brush your teeth, unless it's a vitamin that you have to have with food. Okay, anyways, squirrel, squirrel. But stacking these habits together make it easier to remember because that little messenger vehicle, that neuron is already going that direction. And you're like, hey, 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 can you add one more thing? Can I just pile this on top and take it with you? Yes. Now, in his book, James, I think we're on a first name basis now, (laughs) Mr. Clear, talks about the four stages of habit stacking. However interesting that is, though, this is a brief podcast. So I'm going to let you go back and read that yourself. Or you can just take the Cliff Notes or the Cali Notes, as I coined it, version. So it's all fascinating. It's all really important. But we're going to just skip over that today. In order to most effectively habit stack, we need to do one more thing. In addition to those questions of who do I want to be and what is something that person does? You all know the questions by now, right? Who do I want to be and what is something that person does? So we already know or what we have to know, rather is what habits we already have. Let me say that again. We have to know what habits we already have. If we're going to habit stack, we got to know what habits we're going to stack on. This is called a habit audit or habit inventory. What that is, so simple. It's just making a list of all the things you do habitually. Now, nobody else needs to see it. So be honest. There's no judgment. And as one of my kids, elementary school teachers said, give big, fat, juicy answers. (laughs) I loved when she would say that. Give big, fat, juicy answers. In other words, don't leave anything out. Like go for the gusto, write it all out. So you can take a blank piece of paper and I want you to write down on an average day, what are the things you do morning, afternoon, and evening most days? So just get it all out. I mean, literally you could say like, hit the snooze. (laughs) Or you could say, take a shower, do my makeup, eat breakfast drive to school or work or whatever it is. The minutia, go ahead and write it down. Now, this is not the one-off. This is the habitual things that you do morning, afternoon, and evening, most days. Next to each one, you can put, this is extra credit, a plus, a minus, or an equal sign. So after you make your habit audit, you can say, okay, is this a good habit that produces good things that puts me in the right direction of who I want to be? Is this a Uh oh, maybe this is something that I shouldn't be doing. My dad was just telling me that he has implemented a new habit of limiting his time on reading the news. He loves politics. He loves to know what's going on. And he said he can really get way too 
consumed by it. So he has created a new habit of how long that he's able to do that. But that was only after putting a minus sign (laughs) next to the amount of time that he was spending on different websites and apps and podcasts, not this one. And of course, you can put in neutral sign next to ones that are neither here nor there. It really doesn't move the needle one or the other. It just is what it is. Later on, you could replace some, but you know what? We're not even worried about that right now. That's not the point. The point is just to make the habit audit. And now the fun begins. After you make your habit audit, it's time to stack. I'll remind you of a previous one that I shared in episode 18 and then a new one and some ideas so you can create your own. If you'll recall, last time I talked about that one of my habits on my habit audit was coffee in the morning. I made my habit. I think I put a equal sign. Maybe I put a plus sign, probably a plus sign because it made me worth being around in the mornings. So I put a plus sign, I'm sure, next to it. And then when I asked myself, who do I want to be? And I said, I want to be healthy. What is something that person does? They drink water. I stacked the habit of drinking water with the habit of making coffee. While my coffee was brewing, I drank a glass of water. And then I talked later on about what came from that, what the byproduct was, et cetera. Here is a new one that you could do with a similar question. Who do I want to be? I want to be a healthy person. Remember, we get really grand and then we get really small. What is one thing, something a healthy person does? Well, (laughs) how about let's say they floss their teeth. I'm telling you, it does not have to be big. That is the biggest mistake. Biggest mistake that people make is that it's too big. Small it down. Narrow it down. Let's get to the minutia. Flossing your teeth. Like that's a healthy habit, healthy gum health, healthy, you know, and I think there's a lot to do with your dental health that affects the rest of your body. But anyways, so if I looked after my habit audit and I said every night I eat dinner, (laughs) what if I stacked flossing my teeth with dinner and right after I was done with dinner or maybe my habit was even that I put my dinner dish in the dishwasher or in the sink or whatever. What if I had my little thing of floss sticks, which by the way, are so much better. I used to never floss. (gasps) There's always true confessions on here. I just didn't. I mean, I would floss like two days before I went to the dentist, but it's because I was using the long dental floss and oh, that's, I mean, it gets up. Well, you know, it's just not good. But flossing sticks, those little things, those are magic. (laughs) So what if you just put your dish in the dishwasher and you flossed your teeth. You had your little floss stick sitting in a cute little dish right by your sink and you flossed your, you know, a good byproduct because byproducts do come from this eventually is you probably wouldn't snack. And and I, I do know this from experience. You probably don't snack as much later after dinner once you flossed your teeth because you don't want to mess up all that hard work that you did. Okay. So does that make sense? Who do I want to be? What is something that that person does And now that I look at my habit list, I'm going to stack that puppy onto something that I'm already doing so my little neuron messenger can just cart it along with it. Now, this is different from multitasking. Eek! That's not necessarily a great time management tool. We'll talk about that more, I'm sure, in the future. And they don't honestly even have to align. So even though drinking coffee and drinking water obviously do align. They don't have to. They just need to trigger. 
They just need to say, hey, I'm hopping in this cute little Neuron Corvette and we're heading out. And remember, again, I can't emphasize this enough. It has to be little. So it's not, well, after I brush my teeth, I'm going to run three miles unless you run three miles a lot. Or after I come back to the office after lunch, I'm going to make 50 lead generating calls if you are scared to make one. Now is not the time to be grandiose. You will get big results from small little steps. All right. So I wanted to give you a few more examples that you could have here just in case you needed them. So how about my friend Tracy, who Tracy, how many kids do you have now? (laughs) Um, She posted the other day in her social that right after the grocery store, she washes her produce. So grocery store is something that she does every week. And so she's stacked washing her produce right after. Great idea. You could do texting a loved one before you drive home from work, because maybe you say, I want to be more relational. You could say, I'm going to listen to a podcast while you shower. Maddie got one of those little shower speakers. So you could listen while you're in the shower or maybe while you put on your makeup. Hint, hint, subscribe to the TikTok podcast. You could start a load of laundry while dinner is cooking. You could read read 10 pages of a book while your tea is steeping. You could hug your kids when they walk in the door from school. Like, really hug them, like uncomfortable, especially if they're teenagers, like, hold on. (laughs) I make my, I make my son. I'm like, give me a front hug. He like does this side hug business. I'm like, you can side hug every other girl in the world, but you got to give your mom a big bear hug. (laughs) You could say a prayer of gratitude while you're at a stoplight. You could meditate on your word of the year. That's written on your mirror. Like I have a mind while you blow dry your hair. You could do your social media post or your comments. Maybe you want to be more interactive while you're in the car line. My mom decided that her word of the year is legacy. I love that. And she's deciding that after her quiet time, she's going to journal a few pages. and She's going to go through some pictures. She's got all the family photos. And I keep surrendering or talking and teasing about my surrender prayer. And I will, I promise, get to an episode on that. But it could be straightening up the house after the kids go to school and before you start work and then saying your surrender prayer out loud. Now, what is yours? So here's the order of application when it comes to habits. Oh, and by the way, speaking of order of application, we had a fun little poll in our TikTok tribe community. Shout out to that. And I did say, based on the last episode 18, Which is the correct order? Is it makeup, hair, outfit, outfit, hair, makeup, hair, makeup, out? Okay. Well, would you like to know 30% of the people are correct? (laughs) 30% of the people said it's makeup, hair, outfit. That won the poll and that's how I do it too. I did not throw the poll, I promise. But the order of application for this, this new habit mindset, who do I want to be? What is something that person does? And then finally, now, what are the habits from my audit and where can I stack that activity? I want you to give this a go. It is so simple. I know it feels too simple, but give it a shot. The things that I have habit stacked that I reference, flossing, I know, seriously, flossing, things like making my bed, things like, drinking the water, having my prayer time, all of those things that have now established. I don't think, like I said, with that workout question for my mom, I don't think, am I going to do it? It's just 
it just hops in the car with the neurons and it goes. So I want you to try it out. A reminder that we want to create these new habits together in this small group and mastermind. So reach out to me if mastermind is on your heart and on your mind. Ask me questions. I'd be happy to answer them for you. I don't want you to be left behind on this. And then lastly, I want to let you know that next episode is so special. My grandma, Grandma Deedle, is 99 years young, old, everything in between. She's incredible. I had the opportunity to have her as a guest on my podcast, and that is going to air next on Friday. So you'll also find out what my real name is because she calls me by my real name. Yeah, Callie's a nickname. You're going to have to tune in to find out. And if there's anybody that knows about time, it would be a woman who is 99, which is officially in her 100th year. She'll be 100 at the end of March. So if you want to have a really great perspective about time, you'll want to listen in. All right. Thanks for being on with me. Let's get those habit stacks rolling and God bless you. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.